Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, April 29th, and this is for April 29th through May 5th. The moon is in Virgo this weekend, so we are cleaning things, we're repairing things, we're getting organized, we're being logical and practical. We're maybe being a bit fussy, perhaps getting caught up in perfectionism a bit, but in general, the Virgo moon is going to have a lovely time with the Taurus sun, and it's also going to get along quite nicely with Mars in Cancer. So it's an active weekend. We're doing stuff. Even if we're just staying home, we're probably doing some work around the home or doing some intense tidying. Maybe we're alphabetizing things, getting out our label maker and putting labels on things. Maybe we're vacuuming out our car. I did see someone vacuuming their car today. And that, of course, is something that could not possibly have happened if the moon wasn't in Virgo. <laughs> but never. There, never. But there's a lot of Earth energy in the air this weekend. So go out there and enjoy Earth. Really appreciate the planet and everything it has to offer. Go do a nature walk. Go to a farmer's market. Shop for better car insurance rates. That's what planet Earth brings to the solar system. Car insurance. Also this weekend, there is a lovely sextile between Mars and Uranus. It was exact around 1 p.m. Pacific time, today, Saturday, and we'll be feeling this influence for at least a couple more days. A Mars-Uranus sextile can bring some surprises to the table, mm -hmm. but these would hopefully be more of the pleasant surprise variety, or at the very least, mentally, we, we might be in a place where we're okay with a surprise or two. It also suggests breaking free from our routines. The moon is in Virgo, and Virgo loves routines, so there could be some tension around having to get out of your comfort zone a bit, but the Mars-Uranus sextile will hopefully breathe some new life into areas of your life that could use a little more excitement. Mm. And it might also bring a fresh perspective to things, a new way of looking at a situation. If you've been having any problems with technology recently, and who hasn't? Mm -hmm. We are, yeah, we are in Mercury retrograde after all. Mm -hmm. This aspect could bring some clarity to those situations as Uranus has a strong connection to tech. So Saturday's looking pretty breezy. There will be a moon opposition to Saturn very late this evening around midnight Pacific time, and our emotions could be heavy. So maybe we're only seeing the worst case scenario in things or feeling incredibly limited, focusing on what could go wrong instead of what could go right. But this is a fleeting aspect. It won't last more than a few hours, and it'll be happening so late tonight, Saturday. You'll either be sleeping most likely or you'll be partying at a club if you're up at that hour and then you probably won't notice it anyway you'll be drunk sunday though the virgo moon continues to be happy forming nice trines with the sun and venus mm. and you know in general this is a decent weekend for communication the virgo moon always does its best to bring some groundedness to things even during mercury retrograde and a friendly reminder that we are in Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. We still have two more weeks to go until it goes direct. And then you still might want to wait two more weeks after that 
until Mercury clears its shadow period. Mm -hmm. So we're really looking at the end of May, you know, around Memorial Day weekend until Mercury is once again firing on all cylinders. So for the next month, don't talk to anyone. Don't even (laughs) look at anyone. Avoid eye contact at all costs. Or just, you know, be cautious about your communications, I guess, is probably yeah, better advice. Better. It's okay to make eye contact with people, I would say, even during Mercury retrograde. All right, so Monday, May 1st. Monday, May 1st is a very active day. Oh. Yeah, there will be no sleeping in on Monday, May 1st. We will be getting out of bed and just doing stuff from the get-go. At least that's what I think it's kind of what it's looking like pluto pluto will turn retrograde on monday and it's going to turn retrograde at 10 a.m pacific time the sun will form a conjunction with mercury at 4 30 p.m pacific time and again this is another aspect that's good for communications with the sun and mercury getting along that can help even during a mercury retrograde that area that time is good for communication however the moon is going to oppose neptune about a half hour later after this sun mercury conjunction And the Moon-Neptune opposition can make us feel confused and unsure of who we should listen to. So there is still some conflicting energy on Monday. And there's definitely potential for power struggles on Monday because any time Pluto stations retrograde, as it will be doing on Monday, you know, you watch out for for heavy, heavy feelings. You know, Mm. Pluto just brings tremendous heaviness to the table. And it could just be all of a sudden you just feel emotionally strained or emotionally heavy and you can't even really figure out why. That could be the Pluto influence as well. You could be feeling especially intense and feisty on Monday because of this Pluto influence. Mm. So make sure you aren't making mountains out of molehills and try to find some humor and levity if you can. Will you remind me? I will try my best (laughs) to remind you. Yes, it's very, again, Pluto is the ruling planet of Scorpio. Mm -hmm. So there will be some Scorpio feeling energy on Monday and all week, actually, as we are building towards a full moon in Scorpio on Friday. So all this week, very, very Scorpio energy. Yeah. Uh, But also opportunities for transformation, for reinventing yourself, redefining yourself, clarifying what you want out of life, and taking control. Pluto retrogrades last quite a while. In this this case, Pluto is going to be retrograde until October 10th. So that's about five months. Basically, half the year, Pluto is retrograde. So we don't feel a Pluto retrograde on a daily basis like we might feel a Mercury retrograde. But the day Pluto starts its retrograde period, like it will be on Monday, that's a shift we could all very well notice. Mm. And during this retrograde period, Pluto will eventually backtrack into Capricorn. It has been in Aquarius, but during the retrograde phase, it will backtrack into Capricorn, and it will re-enter the sign of Capricorn on June 11th. And then it's going to remain in Capricorn until the end of the year. It will not return to Aquarius until January of 2024. Mm. Um, A little bit more about this week in a bit. But first, I'd like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on life. Now, Elmi, I'm a little bit hesitant to ask you this question Uh because I feel like you're still kind of close to this experience. You don't quite have that distance from it. I'm referring to last night 
we watched, I believe it's called oh, no. Scream 6. Oh, no. It was the latest <laughs> entry in the Scream movie franchise. Yes. And I believe it's called Scream 6. Mm-hmm. And you and I watched it. And as a Scorpio, how did you feel about this latest Scream entry? Not my favorite in the Scream franchise. Not even close. Definitely my least favorite. Definitely. So have there been six screams at this point? Is that why yes. it's called Scream 6? Okay. Yes. So this would be number six on your list. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yes. It was not my favorite. I like that they're still making the movies, and there's definitely enthusiasm involved from everyone making them from behind the scenes to in front of the camera, but this was not my favorite. I don't know. Maybe I should just leave it at that. I don't want to be mean about it. Sometimes you get sequels that are really fun, and other times you get sequels that don't feel as fun. And for me, this one was not very fun. Well, let's shift the focus to what is your favorite Scream movie of all time? What would be number one on your list of the Scream movies? It's going to be the original. I really think the original. And I think most people would say that. And I think that's fine. This this isn't a franchise where the sequels have to be better than the first the first was so unique. That opening sequence with Drew Barrymore alone is just so fun and iconic. So for me, that's going to be the first. Then I like the third one, actually. Hmm. Maybe that's because I'm from L.A. and I appreciate all the little, like, wink, wink, movie jokes and stuff like that. But I, I thought that was fun. And then the second one for me. And then after that, probably in the order they were released, four, five, six. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you for sharing your take, your Scorpio take, on the Scream franchise. And as long as I have you here, let's shift over to television for a second. Oh. As a Scorpio, how have you been enjoying, hopefully you're enjoying it, but how have you been liking, maybe, this current season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I really love the show. This is its last season, and they're doing some things that they haven't done before. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, And I don't think this is spoiling it. I'm not going to get into it, but they start, this happens in like the very first minute of the first episode. They're doing time jumps in this season. I won't say any more than that, other than they're doing time jumps and that's different and some fans are divided on that. I think I'm enjoying them. It's a little weird, I think, in the show's final season to jump so far ahead to the point where you're watching the season and you're like, well, wait, if this is how it turns out, why am I watching it? So that's a little weird, but it's a great show. It is such a feast for the eyes. It if you it's I always joke like if you told me it cost 6 million to make an episode of Mrs. Maisel, I would say, "Yeah, absolutely." 6 million? Sure. I mean, it is just such an expensive-looking show. And I appreciate that because TV is so extraordinary nowadays, and I'm a fan of it. So Yeah, Mrs. Maisel, if you've been watching it, I would be curious to know your thoughts on it. I do feel it is picked up from last season, and I don't think that was their fault. I think, like many shows, there was a bit of a struggle after COVID to sort of regroup and figure out how to shoot under conditions that worked for everybody. And I know they had to change some things around, so it's good to see them get back on track. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, Almy, as always, for sharing your Scorpio perspective. And that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. So as I mentioned, Monday is going to get off to just uh, a very busy, very active start to the week. And then I'm not going to say it's all downhill from there because it isn't, but it's going to be challenging this week. And don't expect to feel 
too comfortable this week. Again, we are building up towards a full moon. Anytime we're in a week where we're moving towards a full moon, the energy is always going to be heightened. There are going to be some surprises. There are going to be some miscommunications, some slip-ups, some what have you. <laughs> but Monday's kind of actually probably the best day of the week as far as just oh. you know getting stuff done. And even Monday's going to have its own share of issues. But what I'm looking at now is Tuesday and Wednesday. So Tuesday, May 2nd, and Wednesday, May 3rd. The moon is going to be in Libra. So we are going to be socializing whether we want to or not. Mm -hmm. the, the Libra moon always demands that people are going to be involved. It's, it's very difficult to isolate yourself during a Libra moon. People will find you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. People will be around. It's very sociable energy. And there's also a chance that you're not going to feel like socializing <laughs> during this particular Libra moon. You might be a little grumpy. People around you might be a little bit grumpy. And basically the reason for that is that just the Libra moon is not getting along really with any of the planets uh, with the signs that the planets are currently in. None of them jive well with Libra with the exception of Pluto, which is, you know, the planet of ultimate power and control. So th there will be a nice Pluto moon trine on Tuesday. Otherwise, we're looking at a lot of quincunxes, and a quincunx is when two signs are, uh, or sorry, when two planets are 150 degrees apart. So when two planets are 150 degrees apart, they form what's called a quincunx. You can also look at it as being when two planets are five signs apart, that's the same as 150 degrees. So we have all these quincunxes. And the quincunx is also referred to as like the eliminator angle. That's like where you're bumping up against things that need to be let go. Mm. So when the moon is in Libra, as it will be on Tuesday and Wednesday, and as the moon is bumping up against every planet and just not seeing eye to eye on it with it and and causing stress and strain and all that fun stuff we're going to be evaluating things and thinking about what in our life we might want to be releasing the things that just aren't serving us anymore uh, we're going to be thinking about that on tuesday and wednesday as we move towards the full moon and every full moon is always about releasing always about letting go and Friday, May 5th, we do have a full moon, and the full moon is going to be in the sign of Scorpio. And it's also a lunar eclipse, so that's going to bring even more intensity to it. And this full moon is also referred to as the flower moon. Now, every full moon has a connection to bringing things to light. Things that had been hidden might suddenly be revealed after the full moon sheds its robust light on it. Sorry, I really wanted to use the word robust today. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to say that just now. Uh, but because this is a full moon in the sign of Scorpio, expect this full moon to be an even deeper dive because Scorpio loves to dig beneath mm. surface pleasantries and get to the root of the issue. Scorpio is the detective of the zodiac it suspects everything and trusts no one now that's not true of course scorpio can <laughs> trust it's not always suspicious but don't be surprised if you learn something new about someone or about a situation towards the end of this week and also don't be surprised if you're dealing with some very strong emotions as well you know this full moon lunar eclipse could be a real doozy but again you know, it's also an opportunity to reassert who you are and like, what do I want out of life? You know, getting more focused about that kind of a thing. And again, it can empower us as well. But I expect there to be a lot of shifts this week and whatever that might be for you in your life. And you can look to where Taurus is 
in your chart. You can look to where Scorpio is in your chart because those are the two signs that are involved in this full moon, the sun being in Taurus, the moon being in Scorpio, and they're both going to be at 14 degrees. So that can give you a clue as to what part of your life you might feel this particular full moon lunar eclipse. But um, So what's happening on May 4th? May 4th? Did you talk about that? Did I talk I about it? it? No, I just kind of went right to Friday. But yeah, let's backtrack to May 4th. Is there anything notable, or are we going to continue with the sociable Libra energy? I just, like, I'm just looking at it like once the moon leaves Virgo on Monday, like we're just going on this ride. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But okay. not to say that we're totally out of control. We're not. But no, to answer your question, Thursday, May 4th, I did gloss over that. But that's the day that the moon is going to enter Scorpio. So the moon will be in Scorpio. The full moon doesn't happen until Friday. But the, the Scorpio energy is going to heighten starting Thursday. And also on Thursday, Venus is going to be very much involved. Venus is going to form a square with Neptune on Thursday. And that can bring sort of like an escapism kind of vibe so that can be good like if you are looking to get away like if life or reality in this moment or in this week is getting to be a bit intense that venus neptune square which is exact at like 10 45 a.m on thursday that might be the time where you can kind of escape or get away a little bit that's perfect for star wars day oh yeah may the 4th star wars day yeah you'll be at disneyland so there you go perfect place um and then also Venus is going to form a sextile with Jupiter on Thursday, which, again, is just kind of this, hey, everything's great kind of energy, even if it isn't. Um, <laughs> that aspect brings that, that vibe to the table saying, oh, yeah, everything's awesome. Everything's going to be okay. We'll figure it out, and hopefully we do. But Venus is very involved on Thursday. And, yes, Elmi will be at Disneyland on Thursday for May the 4th. And, and as a Scorpio, this is Ask a Scorpio Part 2, <laughs> Are you dressing up for May the 4th, or is this for a different event? I, I believe there's some sort of Star Wars costume you're looking to get fitted for or something. Why are you outing me as the biggest nerd on the planet? Well, so Disneyland is doing some Star Wars nights. I am not going—I'm going on May 4th just to go, but the event I'm going to is on a different night. I think it's the following week, and it's an after-hours Disney event where they shut down the park, but if you got a ticket, you can hang out— and get some fun photo ops with Star Wars figures and sets and props and eat some fun Star Wars food. And I don't know, I might do a light, um, like Disney bound, like a Han Solo Disney bound maybe for that, because that seems like the easiest one to dress up as. Mm, yeah. But I don't know. I gotta see how I feel. I appreciate others who wear costumes. I just don't know if that's like really like my particular thing. Um, but if I can pull one together, then I will. And yes, but that is not next week. Next week is just a, just a fun Star Wars day. And then the, uh, after hours thing is the week after. Mm. So if anyone is going to any of these Star Wars events, let me know. So I feel like less of a nerd. Yeah. That's great. And I think, you know, for the record, I think you would make an adorable Han Solo. (laughs) Thanks, babes. Appreciate it. Yeah. So that concludes the second part of the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show, apparently. And it also kind of concludes the podcast. That's all I have. 
So hang in there. This is potentially a challenging week again, but again, it doesn't have to be that way. You can look at it as there might be some opportunities that come along. They might be of a surprising nature. They might be of an inconvenient nature, but there might be these surprises that come along that are there to put you in a better place in the long run. So be open to change this week. Be open to transformation. Even if you have a million other things on your to-do list and the last thing you want to be thinking about is transformation, I get it. But it might be coming this week in one form or another regardless. But anyway, thanks as always for listening. We love you. And I believe Elmy is going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take some deep breaths. We're going to take slow, deep breaths in through the nose and release through the mouth. First, let's get in a comfortable position. You can sit down or lie down, whatever feels right to you. And let's release any tension you may be carrying. Unclench your jaw. Release the tension in your forehead. Just relax those muscles in your face and let your shoulders drop. And if you'd like to close your eyes, you can do so now. And let's take that slow, deep breath in. And release. Slow, deep breath in. And out. Last slow deep breath in. And out. Thank you so much for your support and thank you for listening. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Something About Astrology. We hope you have a great weekend and a great week ahead, and we will talk to you again soon.